there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, Open Floor Globe? I'm your host, Michael the Podpina, and I'm joined on the other line by my good friend, Sports Illustrated staff writer, Rohan Notgurney. Rohan, before we start today's show, I have a quick personal announcement to make. Um, my wife and I are expecting our first child next week, so today is my last Open Floor appearance for a couple months uh, while I'm on paternity leave, the show will be in familiar hands with you and Chris doing the wonderful things you guys do. Uh, Rohan, I have full confidence in your ability to lift open floor to new heights while I'm gone. While I also partially am expecting the show's official title to become the Love Island Lounge Hour or something <laughs> like that. But I just wanted to... Uh, to quickly share that life update with the Open Floor Globe, uh, Rohan, how are you doing today? No, I think I was going to talk about my trip to Mexico City, but I see that you felt the need to upstage my personal <laughs> news with your personal news. Um, didn't put that in the outline, so that's kind of messed up to just drop that on us there. Um, now I just look selfish if I talk about my trip to Mexico City. Um it would be, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you have that self-awareness. <laughs> but at the same time, I know the listeners are really curious what I've been up to, where was I, why wasn't he on the last couple episodes, hey, what happened? Just letting everyone know, um, Mexico City is beautiful, highly recommend it, incredible <clears throat> food, ate so many tacos, it's just as important what's going on in Michael's life. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, have you thought about names yet, Mike? Um, you know, I feel like Chris and I's names should be, you know, at least middle name options. 
uh, <laughs> um, we do not know the the sex of mm. the child, so we've got some some uh, we've got a lot of options that are toiling around that I'm not able or willing to divulge at this point in time. <laughs> but uh, wow, I you're will going say, you're going blind all the way up to the end, huh? Yeah, it was not my my choice. Um, <laughs> I will say that uh, I had the green light to uh, if the Celtics won the championship. Oh my to, god, disgust! To, I hate where this is going already. I had I had a roster sheet. I had all the coaches printed out on a piece of paper. I gave them to my wife. I said middle name, go with whatever you want. We have to name it after someone affiliated with the Celtics. Why that obviously did to, not why happen. Would you, why would you? Have had to do that. That's just, just awful. We're just this blessing is, this child. Th- this is why the world. This is champion. why. This is why every member of the DPRB state media is just <laughs> constantly referring to Danny Ainge as Danny. I've never heard of another front office executive who's on a first name basis, uh, and it's just only because of the state media apparatus is so strong. They're always like, "Oh, Danny acquired another first round pick. Danny wouldn't make a trade like that." Oh, it's ridiculous. I'm so sick of you people. Are I you attacking an unborn baby right now? I just <laughs> no, want to be on the no. record with that. I'm, a, I'm attacking the people such as yourself who name these poor children <laughs> that grow up to be Celtics fans. Uh, needless <laughs> to say, I'm very excited to host this podcast, remake it in my image, a.k.a. just tons of uh, just tons of Love Island talk. Okay. Um before we get into today's show, a quick reminder. Did you see please... the tweet? Did you oh, see the okay. tweet we got last week that was like, "This is the worst open to a podcast ever." I actually didn't. Um, oh, someone was. And they're going to be even more upset about this one. They just they were erased. Yeah, I guess. Well, you did just mention them, so it wasn't total yeah. erasure. But I actually did not see that tweet. Mm. I wish I did. It would have been addressed at the top. <laughs> um, I love our intros; they're the best. For the record, yeah, I'm agreed. Can't even mess with them. No competition. <laughs> um, with that, a quick reminder to please keep your emails coming. Open Floor Globe. Uh, open Floor Mail at gmail.com. That's Open Floor Mail at gmail.com. Uh, Rohan, with today being a special show, I felt there was no better way to celebrate than basically opening up the mailbag and answering as many questions as we could. We have a ton of great ones in this outline that I have sent you. Um, before we get into it, there is a bit of news to get to around the NBA. The first is uh, DeAndre Ayton signed a four-year, $133 million offer sheet with the Indiana Pacers last night. The Phoenix Suns had 48 hours to match it. They matched it in about five minutes. What are your thoughts about this whole situation? <laughs> I generally think the Suns front office has done a good job since acquiring Chris Paul, putting themselves in a position to acquire Chris Paul after hiring Monty Williams. But to go through all this just to give DeAndre Ayton one less year of money or not, I don't know. All I know is that it was incredibly uncomfortable in that press conference room after Game 7 when Monty Williams was asked about DeAndre Ayton. Um, I think they're... Clearly, there's relationships that need to be worked on in Phoenix. I'm, I'm happy for DeAndre Ayton. I think he deserved a contract. I think it's strange that it took two weeks into free agency for any kind of movement on him. I think he's a really talented player. Um, I think he can become an even better player uh, 
I know he's in a great situation playing along guys like Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Uh, at the same time, it's a, it's a high-pressure situation with some strong personalities. I think he probably has more room to grow. So I'm happy for DeAndre Ayton, but it just feels like the Suns. Was this all worth it? I don't know that it was. Um, yeah, I think that you know Phoenix saves between 6 and $7 million on this because 5% annual in- annual raises as opposed to 8% if the uh, the Suns just gave him a contract outright. Uh, they save, as you said, that extra year, which amounts to about $46, $47 million if they were not to give him a player option um, or if they – player option regardless over five years. So – yeah, it's like, do we call Aiton a winner? I don't know. It's just, it's 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 a weird situation. Obviously, this does not seem like he's going to spend his whole career with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, <laughs> it does I saw, not. A, saw a tweet uh, uh, describing this deal as like, you know, the Suns all along wanted to keep Aiton in the fold. And it's like, eh, I, I, this is, okay. This is like the most classic case of settling I've seen in my entire life. Um, I'm going to, I feel like I'm pulling like a Ben Golliver analogy out right now or a Ben Golliver metaphor, but you know, they, they were just really, really chasing after the one they really wanted. And Deandre Ayton was just, you know, that, that person back home, that person from high school that you were like, Oh wow. You know, I, I can always settle down with this person. That was Deandre Ayton for the Suns, Okay. And guess what? DeAndre Ayton will help give you a lovely home, as he's proven the last two years, who's been a really key part of their success. So uh, I think it's it's just a, a, an a unfortunate situation, really, for everyone involved, because the Suns kind of come off looking cheap and annoying. Uh, they kind of clearly had some kind of impact on Ayton's confidence or feelings last year during the playoff run, this contract situation hanging over his head, um, and to just create such weird vibes around a team that is still, in my opinion, very much a title contender, I, I don't know that it was all worth it, but maybe it'll all be forgotten by the time the season starts now. Everything moves fast in the NBA. Yeah. Um, the Suns can't trade DeAndre until January 15th, which is obviously before the trade deadline. But, but I, And I think has... he's a first-year no-trade clause as well. He can veto any trade that he wants for a year, um, so they can't just ship him to the Kings or whatever. They like he he can say thanks but no thanks for the so right year. How do you think that works in a literal sense when an NBA player has a first year veto? Do the Suns say, "Hey, we've agreed to a trade with," and they just hand him a slip of paper that says "veto" on it? Does his agent have to sign something? I want to know what a literal veto looks like in this case. It's a good question. I would imagine that, you know, you could get some, you know, there's conversations happening with his representation. If, you know, you're you're gauging how happy he is, if they're winning, I don't, I don't think you're going to trade DeAndre Ayton this season. I really, I don't see the the logic there. You're trying to win the championship. I absolutely could see it happening. Frankly, I was almost... Wouldn't have been shocked if it somehow happened last year, but I could absolutely see them trading him at the deadline this year. There was the Sabonis. Uh, there were Sabonis rumors. That deal almost happened last year. It was not. I don't know how close it was, but 
yeah, you're right. Like, clearly they don't value him at the price that they're paying him, which is just, it's a shame. I think he's he's worth this contract. Uh, I'm an Aiton fan. I think if the Pacers would, I was getting, like, really excited for yeah. the potential for Aiton better, to be on the Pacers with Halliburton. Better mid-range and, shooter than Jason Tatum last season. I, I saw, actually, now that you bring this up, um... Uh, Kirk Goldsberry tweeted the the least efficient jump shooters in the NBA last year, and Jimmy Butler was by far the worst jump shooter. So I just wanted to—I wasn't even going to bring this up, but you—you just—you're poking the bear right now. So uh, just yeah, wanted to let, was, let, let let all our listeners know what's up on that he, front. I, I thought he he was he hit more than enough jump shots uh, during the playoffs when it counted. So. Just well, not the he one did he miss. Really he, he, yeah, he missed one yeah. that was kind of a big deal. But you know, neither here nor there. We don't have to bring. I, mean, uh, I can that show up. you the highlights of Game Six in Boston if you think Jimmy Butler has tr- trouble with the jump shot. How did Jason Tatum <laughs> shoot in the NBA Finals? By the way, please no, please show me the show me the highlights of Game Six. Well, I, I would love to see them. <laughs> it was just you know. <laughs> I know what happens next. Um, okay, so Aiton, I don't think we have too much more to say about Aiton. Like, weird situation. Don't think he's there for the long haul. What? What is? The, are you a little surprised how little the NBA seems to value Miles Turner? No, I'm not a Miles Turner person. What's the deal? Not- I like him. You don't think he could be a like a good piece on a good team? He mm. defends the rim and shoots threes. I just have not. I'm not a fan. I think he's a very limited player, and in a, in a playoff series, what's he doing for you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think if you put him in the right front court, I think offensively he's not going to mess up your spacing. Defensively, I think he can hold up. I think he actually will mess up your spacing. I think teams are fine letting him shoot. Like he can make he, shots. Does, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I agree that teams aren't going to guard him like he has the shooting percentage he has, but that doesn't mean he can't make teams pay either. You're right. I, I he's just not my kind of player, I guess. And if he were, I think he's a pretty significant downgrade, to be honest. Um, from Aiton. Like, I think Aiton is just straight up better and will be a lot better next year. Yeah. Plus, there's the injury concerns with Turner, who's just, yeah. you know, yeah, there's been some. Fair. Oh, but and when he, I bring I, up the injury concerns with Malcolm Brogdon on this podcast, I get scoffed at. Um, Yes. Slash, I, ha- I have those same concerns. It's just it's a different situation. But uh, anyway, okay, okay, neither okay. here nor there. It's so different. It's so different. We have a lot of mailbag questions to get to, so please. Um, Let's limit the digressions. Uh, we have another bit of news that I want to mention. It is uh, the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell are about to break up. Uh, I don't know when this is going to happen, but it's going to happen at some point. Um, there are reports that the Jazz are now listening to trade offers from other teams. Um, and this should surprise absolutely no one. Because uh, they just traded Once they Rudy traded Gobert, Gobert, yeah, come on. They're clearly trying to head into a full-scale rebuild. Uh, I asked you a question in our outline, Rohan. Just what is your favorite Donovan Mitchell trade? And I wanted you to make one up. Did you do your homework assignment? 
I did. I when have I okay? okay when, was the, when was the last time I did it? There's don't you I, do you want me to bring? I, I, we can't. We don't have time to bring up the receipts. Okay, but I've got please, my little Rohan, please. my little yeah, Rohan messed love, up notebook. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. It's pages long. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give me your trade. I would love to hear it. Um, I came up with an especially preposterous one, but so did I. and I want to explain why. When I was looking through the list of teams um, on the trade machine, I think there's actually only maybe two or three teams in the NBA who'd actually trade for Donovan Mitchell right now, or it was even remotely possible for them to do it. Like, start naming. Yeah, I mean, start naming teams in the NBA. Like, a lot of them are tanking this year for one Minyama. I mean, like, Houston's not going to do it. Minus Either. pretty crazy. Uh, minus, minus crazy. Minus straight up not going to happen. No, neither is mine. But it's fun. I'm going... This is just... It's going to just sound silly when I say it. I'm going like sure. Russell Westbrook, three first round picks, and three swaps <laughs> from the LA Lakers. Can they trade 27, 29, 31, and then swaps in 30, 32, and 34? So they're not legally allowed to go that far into the future. Okay, um, that was my question. Is I don't know how a lot far into the future you're allowed to go. I believe it's seven years into the future. I think two, 29 is the last pick that you're allowed to, to trade right now. Um, so, Well, they can yeah. give them 27, 29, whatever swaps they have from now and for that aren't owed to the Pelicans. Um, or there's some kind of wink-wink like, all of a sudden, the Jazz get traded a, a first-round pick in thirty thirty three for cash considerations. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Wait, what? Um, I don't think that's enough. Uh, I Do don't think because, three. Because uh, all, even I, if you all the, I hear were, from the, all I hear from the DPRB state media is how Danny yeah. wants the picks. Oh, it's all about the draft picks. It blah is. blah blah. So I don't even because I I like I don't think that they and we're gonna get into this discussion when we talk about one of these teams. I honestly don't think they care about any players they can get back in return for him. I agree. I agree. So that's I why think, I, I I think like literally any player you involve in this trade does not matter to the Jazz. I think you know they're Which kind is of another- counting. They're counting Walker Kessler as like a first round pick, so maybe I think there was a little value there. Look, I think they did the they would do the Rudy Gobert trade regardless, but the fact that they were getting a rim protecting center in the deal, I think you know that's maybe a bonus, maybe like gravy, or maybe it's a coincidence. I don't know, but that might have we mattered all know, a little. N- I doubt it because we all know those first round picks are. Only valuable. No, they're doing the trade regardless. They're doing the trade regardless. Also, the first round picks are only valuable until you actually pick someone, and then it turns into an actual human being with flaws, and you can't you can't sell that as some kind of aggressive haul. So you just got to keep. Can I give you? Can I give you my my fake trade? Yes, but can all right. Give me your fake trade. Oh, what did you? What were you gonna say? No, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how it's weird that there's actually like I think genuinely maybe only two teams that would trade for Donovan Mitchell because all uh, most other teams, either A, the Jazz don't want an actual good player in return, so it doesn't make sense for that team, or B, that team is tanking. Here's my team and okay. my, my, my trade. It's the Memphis Grizzlies. <sighs> I looked into the Grizzlies. Here's the, here's the proposal. Mm-hmm. 
the players, Dylan Brooks, Danny Green, Killian Tilly, Santi Aldama, and Jake LaRavia, <laughs> who was just drafted. Here are the picks. <laughs> Memphis's own pick in 2023, 2005, 2027, a lottery protected first in 2029. Golden State's top four protected pick in 2025. Swaps galore. Is that enough? What do you think? First of all, let me just say that I think that's enough. The question is... I think the Jazz can sell it as like we're getting six picks or whatever in the swaps. (laughs) Doesn't move me. I... This would be... I think this would be very attractive for the Jazz. The question is... When's that Golden State pick? 25. Top four protected. Okay. Three years from so now? So it's a pretty good It's a pretty good pick. Um, pretty valuable pick. Um, the question, though, is if you're the Grizzlies, I like, was gonna are say, you interested? I, I, if I'm the Grizzlies, I don't know that Mitchell's the star I go all in for. Well, I don't think they're... Are they and going want, all in? Listen, I know I, I Dylan Brooks. No, I know this is a lot of. I know this is a lot of draft equity. Of course, I, I, mean, I the only necess- the only player they're giving up is Brooks, who I like. I mean, I just don't think you're going to survive with a Morant Mitchell backcourt. Um, I don't think that's the right player to put next to Josh. Is that not the best backcourt in the NBA next season, or one of the top two or three? Is it not the worst defensively of any contender? By far? So, it's it's a fair question. Here is your starting five. Ja, Mitchell, Bain at the three, Jaron Jackson Jr., Steven Adams. <laughs> I'm worried your, about that lack of size on the perimeter. It's fair. Your bench. And, and, and I like Bain as a defender, but who's guarding LeBron? All fair criticisms. Um, seriously, they're all fair. I, I the the bench is going to be Tyus Jones, Brandon they're Clark. To, they're going to have to play Kawhi and Paul George with that team. It's yo. I, I'm not saying. I, I'm just throwing. I, I don't think this is going to happen. Okay, and I, you know from t- Jaren, from talk. So anyway, this trade that Michael thinks definitely should and will happen. Here's that's why: it's a mischaracterization, <laughs> um, <laughs> Mr. Disinformation over here. Um, no, I, I I think this is just like a really interesting. I, I don't think that the Grizzlies would ever do this because, um, you know, just from. I, they have like a I, culture that they're really cultivated and they love what they have. I do want uh, to see the Grizzlies maybe go after Kevin Durant. I think that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that Memphis is the only team that I thought could also be in the sweepstakes, but then ultimately decided for the reasons you're about to say it didn't make sense. If it, yeah, and the price tag of this team would be humongous. You'd have. Donovan on a max. You'd have Ja on a max that's potentially going to go to 231. You have Jaron Jackson Jr. on a pretty big contract. Desmond Bain is... Um, going to get a big deal. He's... I, I, I was lobbying for this guy deserves a max extension. You you summer. think a lot of people deserve a max extension. I do. I do. You the are, fun you max are, is the fun max. You, you were ready to give Grant Williams a max extension. 
during the second round, why not? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not my money. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Get your money, Grant Williams. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, so the Knicks and the Heat are the two teams. Uh, you know, I think that the Knicks have a pretty good, respectable offer. Do you th- first of all, do you think the Heat have a realistic shot here? No, and I think the Heat need to <laughs> wake up. I don't know what they are doing. Like, oh my God, what a c- catastrophic, just terrible offseason for them. Terrible. Lost PJ Tucker. Haven't extended Hero yet. I'm waiting for the Hero Max. That's going to be fun. I'm going to be texting you. The Hero Max is not happening. I'm going to be cradling my newborn, just Um. cackling. (laughs) 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 It's not super villainous at all sounding. (laughs) At least someone's cackling while holding a newborn baby. It's usually a good thing. Um, Oh, yeah. I... Listen, man, the Heat, really close to making the NBA Finals. Had a really good team. You got to find a way to keep it together, add a piece or two. Said so they lose P.J. Tucker to their, one of their big conference rivals. The Sixers are going to be really good next season. Yep. I really like the offseason they've had. Um, if Danny had made that D'Anthony Mountain trade, oh, my God, the DPRB state media would have been all over that one. Um <laughs> I'm waiting for you to tell me what Danny has done that's bad, and I'll, I'll, I'm like, I'm here for it. You can, you could have all summer long. I'm like, you know my email, you know my number. Please, just I'm just let me waiting know. to. I'm just waiting to hear what he's done that's so earth shattering, other than like making one good trade with his close friend from back in the day who just 
gifted him Kevin Garnett that led to one title that they will never stop talking about. Um, this team's just been like, I don't know, and since the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, so, the 2020s. That's four decades, and they've won one championship, and I'm supposed to be like, this is a storied franchise. The Florida many, Marlins have won more in that time. Duh, no one talk, just, no just one, stop. No one's talking just about stop. the Florida Marlins. You know what I'm talking about? No, they're not. They're not. Um, one trade slash, there have been several trades. Uh, the one that got them Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown for Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce was obviously a stroke of genius. Uh, everyone with a brain would say so. And didn't you give Rudy, the Rudy Gobert trade? Did you give that an A for the Jazz? You graded that one, didn't you? <laughs> just want to just want to double check here. <laughs> yeah, as an objective as an objective party in these conversations, right. I would have given him the yes. proper amount you're, of credit, you're, which was like, you're, you're, which was the Rudy Gobert trade was good. I'm just saying, it's like the, the guy talking, who compares. Everyone's talking about this guy like he's he's hopping around the NBA, building all these championship teams. The whole franchise has won one title since. 1990 i don't know why we're supposed to care about them so much winning a championship is hard rohan we can't all just be with the we can't have all have you know tax exemptions and (laughs) you know wonderful weather and uh you know i'm supposed to the greatest player of all time and then we lose him because we weren't nice to him we didn't cater to the greatest player of his generation and just been floundering ever since oh my god don't get me started on oh okay with the state can't get started just we we have we we have have a lot of emails to get to (laughs) um okay so i asked you a question i asked you a question in the outline are we done talking about mitchell we have one more question regarding okay, okay, that's Donovan right. Mitchell. We don't think that the Heat have the best offer. I agree. I don't think Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and three picks or whatever Hero's, is more. Hero's value is, I think, is the lowest it's ever been in his career, actually, after that playoffs. Pat Riley saying that he can't defend in a press conference didn't help the value. People, people freak. This is like. Like I, people again freak out about the Pat Riley press conference. So I feel like we get this every single year. Like he's just he's saying what everyone can see. I don't think that. Yeah. Uh, no, he's honest. And yeah. We appreciate it absolutely. Um, but the Knicks are the other team, and you know, if I had to bet my house on it, I would say that the Knicks will be the team that Donovan Mitchell goes to, just because they are going to have a Knicks esque offer on the table that's going to be outrageous uh there will be intriguing young talent there will be a ton of picks um owning the knicks and the timberwolves futures (laughs) it doesn't really get any better than that honestly um but rj barrett is the question commendable my brother yes yes (laughs) (laughs) yes rj barrett do you think this he, he, he even i wrote about him earlier this week because he's up for a contract extension as well um, do you think that he matters in this conversation? I do, and I think that the Knicks should try to keep on hold, keep on RJ Barrett. Um, I think it's possible for them to make this trade without RJ if they were throwing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Grimes quickly, uh, whoever it takes, all the first round picks that they've acquired um, since the start of this off season. I think R.J. Barrett's really good. I think it was our our old buddy Jake Fisher who reported this week. He thinks R.J. Barrett has a higher trade value around the league. 
uh, than Tyler Hero, and I agree with that. I think I texted our group chat during the regular season. I'd rather have R.J. Barrett than Tyler Hero. Now, granted, I do that with a lot of players. Um, just sometimes is a joke, sometimes not. That I could think be a Barrett's- segment. That could be a segment on the show, just taking the funniest, I would rather have Player X over Tyler Hero. I don't great. know why I pick on Tyler Hero so much. It's because I, I care about him, and I want him to be great. Uh, I think R.J. Barrett's going to be really good. I think he was fantastic from the new year on last season. Well, really, really good. I think he's a two-way player. He's someone who I think can stay on the floor uh, at the end of a game in a playoff series, and I think he has a lot of room to grow. I actually like a Knicks team that's Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, R.J. Barrett. I know people are saying, oh, I still think they can make the play. And I think that core is all still very young and can grow together over the next two or three years uh, and be pretty good. I I think Donovan Mitchell, again, a guy who people are a lot lower on him after his last playoff series. It wasn't good, frankly. It wasn't good enough on either end of the floor. Having said that, I think there's room for him to improve. I think if he takes that challenge defensively, we've seen other guys around the league at his position do it, right? Devin Booker, Steph Curry. These guys don't become lockdown defenders, uh, but they do enough to to be valuable to their teams on that end of the floor. I think that's available for Donovan Mitchell. And I, I like the idea of putting him with Brunson and R.J. Barrett. I actually do. Yeah, I think it's – I think he'll be there – Honestly, and you know, I like I Barrett that, though. I really like Barrett. Mm-hmm. I do too. Wrote about him earlier this week um, on SI.com. Everyone can go <laughs> can go check that one out. Um, just kind of weighing whether or not he's deserving of a max <laughs> extension, which I, I think I think he does. Honestly, is the conclusion that I, I came to. Um, and if I was the Knicks, I would just give him the max extension without a player option. That would be my my move. I don't I don't know if they're going to do that or if they plan on doing that. And the fact that they haven't reached an agreement yet tells me that they're trying to negotiate. Some I mean, kind of they have year. until October, right? Like, don't a lot of those come in right under the wire? Yeah, we had. I don't know. It's kind of simple though, because it's like you can't yeah, give true. less money over five years. So. Either you're willing to give the max or you're not. And if he wants the yeah. max, then you're going to go to restricted free agency, um, which I think could be potentially a mistake. Not the end of the world, but potentially a mistake. Um, okay, let's open the mailbag now. Well, real These quick, would you put would you okay. Parrot in a Mitchell trade or no? <clears throat> I, I don't think the Jazz want him. I would rather the mm. picks. Yeah, that's what I say. I think the Jazz don't even want him, which is crazy to me, but... That's the NBA. It's like teams don't actually want talented players on their team. Um, <laughs> they just want draft pick. When are so, you going to move to Indiana? You, you you are like the quintessential backer of the Indiana model. It's just like be a Pacers fan. And I, you know what? I bet Pacers fans are really happy that sad. their team competes no, they're not. every single night. No, they're not. No. They're, they're truly sad. They're sad every day. I'm sorry. I talk to them all the time. <laughs> That's not true. Um. I know. It isn't. Let's open up the mailbag now. We have this great email right off the top from uh, Gilad. And he, I should say that at the end of his email, he writes, uh, you don't have to try to pronounce my name. Just call me Will or something. I don't really care. So I hope I pronounced that mm-hmm. correctly. He writes, hello, Open Floor, long-time listener ever since I became a seed investor in Giannis, Inc. 
Along with following the NBA, I also listened to some NFL podcasts, and a few recently brought up the question of who is the worst quarterback you can win a Super Bowl with, also known as the Carr Continuum after Derek Carr or the Dalton Line after Andy Dalton. This is so great. Um, so my question is, what's the NBA's equivalent for the car continuum? Who is the worst player that can be the best player on a championship team? Is it the Mitchell median, the <laughs> Lillard line? Thanks for taking my question. Uh, this is a great email. I had a lot of fun thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have four players listed here that are possibilities. <clears throat> Do you have – who Who are your, uh, I guess – I don't even know. Who's the car continuum for you, Rohan? So I kind of just started listing players who I think would be could be the best player on a championship team, okay? Mm-hmm. So we have, I think the obvious one is Giannis and Steph. They've won the last two. Mm-hmm. I think you got to put Durant in there. I think you got to mm-hmm. put Kawhi in there, obviously. I think you put Embiid in there. Um, a Jokic, Luka. Now is where it gets interesting, and it depends on where you rank certain people. I think. Uh, do you want me to give my answer? Wait, did you not say LeBron? I think I said LeBron. Did you? Okay, so I don't know. Well, LeBron's definitely in there. Le- LeBron's definitely in there. Um, I think my answer is Jason Tatum. Okay, um, so I disagree. Um, here are the okay. Here are the four players that I have listed here. Okay. So you didn't say Jimmy Butler. Is Jimmy Butler on that in that list? Jimmy Butler's on that list. Yes, I think he can be the best player on a title team. So do you think Jimmy Butler is better than Jason Tatum? Yeah. Just want to be clear. Okay. Good take. Okay, so I, oh, here, I, I, do you, do you think Trey Young's still better than him? Or so here are my four players. <laughs> okay, okay. Worst, we're talking worst player. He yeah, can be the best player on a championship team. The Phoenix Suns went to the finals, mm. <laughs> and they had the best team in the, in the regular season this year. So you got to say Devin Booker. I, I, I have Devin Booker on my list. I think he's the great. Suns. What do we do about the Suns? I know. Are we sure Devin Booker is better than Chris Paul? I think so. Yeah, I, I think that is he has passed him as a as a as a basketball player. I think so. Yeah, I, it's weird because I think Booker's better, but I think Chris Paul is still more important to that team's success. Those are two different things. But they are. If you they were are. Just, if you were to remove either one, like, look, that team is in a lot of trouble. I don't know. I'm. It is what it is, but I, yeah. I, I think Devin Booker's better, and certainly going forward next year, Devin Booker will be better than Chris Paul. I guess the way I look at it, and I, I tried to kind of like look at it as our top 100 list, like if you built a team around this guy. My thing is, it's like if you, if you put Booker on a team without. Okay, all right, I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. Booker's on your list. Go ahead. So, um, my list is Booker, Trey Young, Paul George, 
and Rudy Gobert. Those are the four players where I'm like, what? Yes, I do think that what? you have to. It, you, I, look. Whoa! <laughs> this list took turns. This is we're talking worst possible. This is not to be like an insult. We're talking worst possible player who can be the best player on a champion, and the Utah Jazz were definitely positioned to win the championship two years ago, and Rudy Gobert was their best player. So they I lost in the second round. <laughs> no, come on, man! Like. They're, they were positioned to win the championship. Like, what does positioned the, to win the championship mean? What, were they not a contender? They lost. Like, that's fine. But you can't say that they... Contender, they were in a million, it, contender you is chances, different than positioned to win the championship. No, 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 no. The Utah Jazz could have won the championship two years ago. They didn't. That's fine. But it's like... Go I can't... Bear? I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm so, we're, the, the question is who's the worst player? Who can I understand be the, best the question. So you're saying that Rudy Gobert? I think that list is very can, small. A, I think that list is very small. Okay, so who else would you add to this? Now, some other names that we have not mentioned are like I didn't even mention Ja because I think Ja is I think Ja's better. Ja can be the best player in a champion, right? Do you disagree? I think it's clear he can be the best player on a championship team. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I think he's also marginally, but I would put him. If you you had to ballpark it, Mm -hmm. this is a fantastic email, by the way, a fantastic email. If you had to ballpark it, would you say there are – 10 to 12 players who could be the best player on a championship team? 20? 25? Oh, no. Not even close. Um, I don't... I don't know. I would say... Because, like, we haven't even brought up Dame. I think think, Dame... I think... To me, it came down to, like, 15-ish. And the last three are, like... Dame, Tatum, and Jimmy, and I mostly said Tatum to make you angry, and it worked. I know. <laughs> I could see you. I could see you physically getting angry over this over the Zoom call. <laughs> when I, <laughs> I think it's I think it's maybe fifteen or sixteen where I could. So does that imply that say, Rudy Gobert is a top fifteen or sixteen player in the NBA? I don't. It's a great question. Um, I don't, I think that this is a little, I, you think the lists I, don't overlap. That's interesting to me. I think you're entitled to that, but that's very, that's why this question is so good. And I was curious about your methodology for it. I'm just like, I could look, the Suns are really, this is not to indict Booker or CP, but like, they're just so perfectly constructed you I, agree. I agree i agree pieces that's why that's why i didn't really have booker on my list so like if i had the best who's like a i don't even know it's like who's the best score like who maybe it's donovan mitchell is the answer to this who's like the best scoring wing type whatever uh-huh. playmaker who i could put next to rudy who i think rudy is just slightly better than 
and still be a ch- and then surround him with it's like I could see the mold there where it's like if they had one or two different players that were worse than Rudy but maybe better than uh Bojan Bogdanovic or better than Jordan Clarkson then they win the title do you know what I mean like if they yeah, had it's, Dylan it's, it's, Brooks instead yes. of instead of Bojan Bogdanovic and they had like a real wing defender like you know, like so, yes, I know so exactly. Rudy could what you're be saying. the best player in a champion. Like I, I could see I, that happening, and he would be the worst one. What do you think about Paul George? Do you think he could be the best player in a champion? Three years ago, I would have said yes. I'm not sure about Paul George. Was pretty good last season when he came back from injury. I he does not get enough credit for his last season with the Thunder when Dame hit that shot over him, which people also give Paul George crap for saying it was a bad shot. I think the point Paul George is trying to make, not to put words in his mouth, but like, yeah, if you're a defender one-on-one with an island against Dame Lillard, like your best bet is to give up a contested, like near half court shot. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like um, he, my point is justice for Paul George. He actually played that pretty well defensively. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Dame just hit a crazy shot. Uh, well, he has also is like one of the greatest clutch yeah, shooters it's, it's an, yeah. in history. So it's no, like it, no the, question. The criticism of that statement is like, don't say anything about yes, Dame's yes. inability to hit shots. Yes, like, there's agreed, no bad agreed. shot for him. Agreed. But Paul George like made good defensive decisions on that play. Um, sure. I like Paul George a lot. I like Paul George. Yeah, this a lot. question is just like bogging so us good. down. We're not going to get it's to so, so many emails. It's so good, though. It's so good. No, no. Let's just we'll have to do a longer episode. It's your last one for a while, anyway. We, we, yeah, okay, fine. That's true. Um, yeah, that Paul George. I you, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe he gets on my list. The problem is, it's like his whole career. It's like perfect number two. I mean, he was close to being a number one on a finals team. Those team that those Pacers teams could have won the title. Like they like, look, they went up against juggernaut Heat teams. But like, no, that's you, a really good point. The point I, is, the point is like, when you're I that far, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. When you're that far, like Chris Bosh sprains his ankle. Oh my god! Now we're in the finals. You know what I mean? Like, so if you get that far. I, okay, with. but see that—that that is, I understand what you're saying, but to me, that's an unfair way to construct it because then a lot of people could be the best player on a title team if they get enough injuries in the playoffs. I don't I like don't how like how Jason Tatum was was gifted the Kyle Lowry right. injury. Okay, um, <laughs> the Kyle Lowry injury. Okay, yeah. No, but right. come on, that's Mike. Come on, one. Mike. Come on, Mike. In all seriousness, you, I don't like. I don't want to get into the injury game. To me, it's like the whole league is at full strength. Who's the worst guy that can be the best player on a title team? Can Anthony Davis be the best player on a title team? I'm saying no. No. So would he... Man, my like brain is just doing somersaults. So, like, he, I think he's a good candidate here. I really he's do. He's a very like, good candidate. He's a very good candidate. I kind of agree with you, though, I, <laughs> right now with where he is, um, which is really weird to yeah, consider. Crazy, yeah. Um, what about Bam? Can Bam so be the I best wanted, player? I wanted to bring up Bam when you said Gobert, because would you still rather have Gobert over Bam? 
Would I rather have Gobert over Bam? What do you mean still? Why would I? When did I say that I'd rather have Gobert over Bam? Didn't Gobert make it over Bam in our top 100 last year? Um, he, I think he probably did by like a space or two. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, Jesus. Um, <laughs> it's a hard question. I'm not even coming at you. It's just, you know, I'm going through all of this myself. But that was probably a moment in time when you had Gobert over Bam. Okay. Um, like, is Gobert better than Bam right now? Maybe. You could de- definitely make the case. Uh, could Bam be better next season than Gobert? Yes, easily. Um, I think that they're, to be the best player on a champion, though, and this hurts the Gobert case for sure because you're so dependent on people to put the ball in the basket. Like, So even though you might be the best player in your team, like... It's just it, it. There's just so much that needs to happen around you. So, I, like, I'm now I'm like rethinking the parameters of this no, question entirely. So, hmm. That's why for me, I, I think my list was smaller. So, but okay. So, if you had to pick one player, though, are you really going to pick Jason Tatum? I think my realer answer is Dame. To Best me, it's that player. To okay. me, it's that group in, like, the 10 to 13. I mean, I'm kind of chalking up Dame's last season, too. He got hurt, and the Blazers knew they were tanking anyway. So I'm willing to give him a one-year write-off that last year didn't matter, even though his shooting was terrible. Um, but he's coming off that, you know, I think it was an ab injury, which can actually really mess up your shooting. So I let me just say that I'm going off not – the most recent version of Dame we saw, but a year before when he was putting up that insane performance against the Nuggets in the playoffs. I think that guy can be the best player on a championship team. I, I, I agree with you. I think at this point in his career though, when I think about how the Blazers could win the title, I'm like, okay, they need KD. They need, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, do you think Dame on last year's versions of the Warriors instead of Steph, I'm not saying they're the favorites, but could they have won the title? Uh, I don't think so. But I will mm. say that if you were to put Draymond on the Blazers like three years ago, Dame would have been the best player on a team that could have won the title. And the Blazers have gone to the Western Conference Finals. So, yeah. I don't know. Dame's a good one. The Lillard line yeah. is pretty good. He's got a lot of questions, though, right now, coming off the yeah, season I he agree. just had. Yeah, I agree. Um, which, is why maybe gotta, Dame was, which is why maybe Dame was close to being off my list entirely. I think Booker's probably my answer. Mm-hmm. I think Booker. Booker or Trey? Because I do I, think Trey can be the best player on a champion. I, I, no, I'm not putting Trey in there. Okay, that's Come fair. On, bro. I know Come how you on, feel man. about him. I can, like I, him. I like him. And I, I think, think he that can he be the can get there. Champion. I think he can get there. I don't think he's there right now. I think if the pieces around him are right, which you could say about anyone, he just needs a little, because of the defense, just needs a little bit more work around him, I would say. <laughs> but as like the offensive engine of a champion, yes, he can do it all. Hawks are the second best offense in the league last year because of him. 
Um, you just need some stuff around him. And then you need everyone to be healthy. You need a bunch of lucky breaks. But you could say that about anyone. So I, I think Devin, I think Devin Booker, Trey Young, those are probably like my two answers here. And I'm not willing to completely dismiss Rudy as an option. I Is think that's Dame little, on your list? I think... I don't know. It's like he's really hard to gauge right now at this point in his career. I I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. If you put Paul George on his team, for example, who's the better player? (laughs) It's a good question. It's a good question. So that's tough. Uh, Jalen Brown, anybody? Best player or champion? No, I don't think so. Um, Okay. So that was a wonderful question. A lot of fun. Uh, This one is uh, also great. And kind of related in a little, in, in some ways. It comes in from uh, Rohan, longtime <laughs> listener. <laughs> Rohan asks, start, bench, cut, our favorite game. <laughs> Zach Levine, Bradley Beal, Jamal Murray. Also, if you were running a team, which of these players would you feel most comfortable offering a super max contract Hope you and yours are doing well. Regards, Rohan. P.S. Michael, you keep saying, please continue to enjoy the NBA offseason at the end of every episode. How, though? Give us a good book recommendation every week, in my opinion. Um, Great email, Rohan. Um, Rohan, the one I'm talking to right now. Are you reading anything? Are you an avid reader? What's going on? Do you have any books on your nightstand? Um, I wouldn't say I'm an avid reader. I know that you definitely probably read many more books than I, Mike, though I do enjoy reading. I'm actually reading a book that I I don't know if you're like, I feel like you pick up books. I'm the kind of person who buys a book because I'm really excited to read it, forgets about it. Then like a year later, it's like, oh, my God, I've been reading to read this for so long. So while I was in Mexico City, I finally started reading I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which they made into a Netflix movie with the, the goat, Jesse Plemons. Um, I'm reading a collection of short stories by Ted Chiang as well, um, whose short story uh, was the basis of the movie Arrival, which was incredible. Um, I got some Murakami books on the bookshelf that I need to get to as well. So I'll, I'll try to mix in some book recommendations uh, while Pina's gone. A lot of uh, pressure on, for on you. Paternity leave. Yeah, yeah. Is it Exhalation? I actually finished Exhalation before I finished his... Uh, first collection so i'm back on his first collection exhalation is good though it is i read it yeah it's wonderful um real quick i am reading right now uh constructing a nervous system by margot jefferson her second memoir it's it's delicious honestly um filthy animals by brandon taylor a short story collection new in paperback terrific stuff um, I just finished Beautiful World, Where Are You by the God, Sally Rooney. Really enjoyed it. Probably her best novel so far. Really? Um, okay. I got to check that one out. That was good. Uh, so other Rohan, emailer Rohan, I hope that those recommendations do you over for the time being. Uh, Rohan, the one I'm speaking to right now, I hope you give the book Rex while I'm gone. And, I'll do my best. You know. Maybe I can text in a few because yeah. I'm going to be getting a lot of reading done over the next couple of months, hopefully. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, you expect me getting a lot of reading done? I don't know. I'm not. That's I, your. Like, I, all the like. Media I don't know how this is going to go. Everything, everything you've consumed about being 
apparent in the first couple of months. You're like, you know what? This seems like a time in my life I'm going to get a lot time of Time to crack care. open the with books. A, I'm just going to be on the hammock. a newborn child. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe there will be no reading. I don't know. Don't know what to expect. Going to be fun. Okay. So let's get back to this question. You know there Stark are like movies cut. you can watch, books you can read about th- what's going to happen to your life, right? Every experience is different. I don't know. We'll just I'm just going with the flow. Could be some downtime. I have no idea. Babies sleep 17 to 20 hours a day. Did you know that, Rohan? A lot of sleep. I don't know what's going on. It's going to be fun. It's going to be weird. Um, enough of that. So let's get to start bench cut. I think I might have a controversial selection here um, in my choices. But who did you who did you start? Jamal Murray. Okay, I did as well. (laughs) Um, I guess the reason why I did it was I think he's the best defender here. At least he tries the hardest on Mm. defense here. He's the best shooter here, I think. Mm, That's interesting. They're all really talented shooters. Yes, all tremendous. You know, Zach Levine had like a 50-40-90 season last year. I know, and that was... And imagine if Levine played off Jokic, if he got to run exactly. the two-man game. Exactly. So, it, yeah, it's really tough to take these guys out of context, but out of their contextual situations and their rosters. And, yeah, he's playing with arguably the best player alive, the great, one of the greatest passers who's ever mm-hmm. lived. So Someone who has, you can screen for and can, will screen for you in a way that it's completely devastating. Right, and meanwhile, Brad Beal is about to play. Well, you know, I don't even. I don't want to disparage anyone and make fun of anyone who's been in his teammate. But like, he has not had Nikola Jokic. We'll just say, and what Levine had has Nikola Vucevic. So that's true. Um, Who Loki has a wonderful Twitter account and has a great sense of humor. (laughs) People haven't checked it out. Um, Okay, who are you benching? This is where it gets a little interesting. Maybe. I want to do the controversial thing, but I'm not. So I'm going to bench Bradley Beal. Okay. I, we're on the same page here. Yeah, and we're both yeah. cutting Zach Levine. Who I like. I like Zach Levine a lot. This is a hard question. I just want everyone to know that this is not anti-Zach Levine. No disrespect to Zach Levine. All disrespect to the difficulty of this question. So we both are starting the one guy who has never made the All-Star team. Yeah. Uh, never sniffed an All-NBA team. He's also the youngest. Yeah, he's the youngest. You mentioned the defense. We've seen him throw up some crazy numbers and big playoff moments. Um, Yeah, to me, it was mostly the fact that he's the youngest uh, out of this group. And I just love... uh, I love what I've seen from Jamal Murray. I think he's someone who cares a lot. I think he's a great teammate. I think he really wants to win. And I'm not saying these other guys don't. Uh, Jamal just has, like, almost everything I look for in a player. And I mean, even just his partnership with Jokic, the way he's willing to play the role that it takes, the fact that he's a willing screener uh, in their inverted pick and roll, it's not something every guard is willing to do. Um, Yeah. I just have a ton of respect for him. That's really what it is. It's not a slide on these other players, but I love Jamal Murray. He's not, he's not Steph. No one is Steph, but you're right. Like the way Jamal can play on ball, off ball, mm-hmm. and I know Beal can do it too. I know Levine can do it too. 
there's something about the way Jamal Murray has moved and the way that he has performed in the postseason that neither yeah. of those guys have also done that really just attracts me to him. But same. Um, the other part of this question is who would you would give the supermax to, and I think this is not the same. I, I don't know. I like. Did you did you also pick Murray for this? I did, but I agree it's not it was not with the same kind of emotion that I did with the other part of the question. Because, like, I could totally see... I don't think Levine is the answer here, but if you told me Beal, for all of the hand-wringing that I have made about Beal's new contract, which has less to do with in a vacuum... I, like, is he deserving of a max contract and more to do with the Washington Wizards have totally screwed themselves by the manner and the timing and <laughs> the, no the particulars? Clause. Yes. Um, I think if I like if I had to pick one to just give a super max to, it's probably Beal, right? Like, I, it's like I'm factoring in Murray's knee. Mm-hmm. When I'm doing this, and I'm also just like Beal is the best player. Yes, I think I want I want Jamal on my team. But realistically, if you need someone to put your franchise on their back, Beal is your best bet. I bet people are just this. The, our, our answer to this question is just going to enrage people. I, I have a feeling. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I, maybe we messed it up. I don't think so. Whatever. Jamal Murray is awesome. I have no regrets. Um, let's move on. We have this email from Cooper. Uh, Cooper's taking some shots at me. Didn't appreciate something I recently said. Cooper writes, hello, always love to hear y'all's podcast. However, in a recent episode, Michael said he did not think the Mavs would be in the top six or that the Mavs would be good. I was waiting for an explanation because the Mavs have been top six the last three seasons. The Mavs have also never had as much regular season talent as they do this year. So mostly I just wanted to hear what rationale there was for them to be worse this year. Hope everything is going well. Keep up the good work. Frank Nilakina, most improved player 2023. <laughs> uh, Cooper, uh, wonderful email. You're right. I probably should have gone a little bit deeper into why I am down on the Mavs this upcoming season. Um and the way I'll frame this is just, I asked you the question, Rowan, in our outline, like how many teams would you rank ahead of the Mavs if the season started tomorrow in the Western Conference? And I have seven that I'm very confident will be better than the Mavs. And that's not, I, I, six easily, I can get to seven with full confidence. So right, well, let's start listing teams. Let's start listing okay. the Clippers. Clippers, Warriors. Warriors. Suns, Suns, mm, okay. You got it. Suns are bringing everybody. I back. love the Suns. Oh. I agree. We'll get into that. Okay, okay. I, they're on our list as well. But Warriors, uh, Clippers, Suns, Nuggets, Nuggets, uh, Grizzlies, Grizzlies. I understand that Jaron Jackson Jr. will be out. Um, oh man. Another so I just realized trigger. that I had, I actually had six teams and I wrote Grizzlies twice. My mistake. Um, but I still have six teams that okay, I think so are better. That's why, and, then and, this, the, this, and then were you about to say the Timberwolves? I know. I'm about to say that you're about to say the Timberwolves. Correct. The Timberwolves yeah, are okay. one of my teams. 
And so I would Is put Carl the Mavs. Is Carl Towns on your worst player who could win a championship team list? We can't go back to that question. I'm sorry. <laughs> We'd be here for another 45 minutes. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Fair. Carl is better than Gobert, and that just invalidates everything I said about uh, Gobert, or it supports the case for Gobert. I don't yeah. know. I can't think anymore about that question. I know. My I brain know. fluid is leaking out of my ears. But my six teams that are better than the Mavs, in my opinion, if the season started tomorrow, Clippers, Warriors, Suns, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Timberwolves. Then... <laughs> I think the Mavs are in the same tier as the Blazers and the Pelicans. Wow, the Blazers! I think the Blazers could have a, like a pretty good. They have a pretty. I hope good they do. I really team. like a lot of the players on their team. I loved the GP two signing. Yeah, I think that Jeremy Grant makes a lot of sense there. They still have Josh Hart. Um, you know, Nasir Little is. When healthy, he was pretty awesome for them. Anthony Simons is like seven years old and just going to be a star, in my opinion. Just signed the $100 million contract. They re-signed Yusuf Nurkic. Like, I think they're thin, but look, honestly, when I look at the Mavs, it's like, (laughs) okay, you have Luka, terrific. Luka's... We don't need MVP to say anything candidate, about Luka. Yeah. Sure, MVP candidate. Um, I don't know if they're more talented than they were last year. Like, I don't know if that's a, a statement that I would necessarily agree with. They lost Jalen Brunson, who was their second best player. They did not replace Jalen Brunson. And they are saying they're, that they will. They're getting will. Tim Hardaway back from injury. Right. They're getting Tim Hardaway <laughs> Jr. back, who's 30 years old off of a, a serious foot injury. Spencer Dinwiddie for an entire regular season. I want to see if he can be healthy. And he was very bad in Washington. Made He was pretty critical for them as the third ball handler. Is he a secondary ball handler in a good team? I don't, I don't know. And then, look, like Christian Wood, a talent. But I JaVale's going to start, is, so... I think the front court is a little messy, to be honest with you. And I think the Christian Wood thing could get ugly. There's potential for that. I think he's a really good talent. A lot of questions defensively. A lot of questions about whether or not he's going to fit right into Jason Kidd and Sean Sweeney's defensive system, which is pretty demanding. Love Dorian Finney-Smith, but like... Yeah, I, I, I don't necess- I don't think this losing team is more Brunson, talented. Losing Brunson's a big deal. Losing Brunson's a big it is. deal. It is. Like I do think that they uh, could finish higher than the Grizzlies or the Wolves. I could see Luca going on some kind of insane uh stretch during the regular season and really elevating them. That wouldn't shock me to be honest. But I also don't think it's to your point, controversial to say they could finish out of the top six. Those are six teams that could very realistically finish ahead of them. So, are you in agreement with me or not? I think I am going to agree with you on this one, actually. Uh, and that's, I mean, I, I'm with you. Losing Brunson's tough. I mean, I'm a big Luka fan. I think I picked him to win MVP last year or the year before. Um, and then they got off to that really slow start. 
I I might take him to win again. Uh, it's just as crazy as it sounds because I think they could finish seventh in the conference. But I'm in agreement with you, but it, it really would not surprise me if they finish in the top six. It could happen. The West is a monster. I don't know yeah. what to say. I think more of my criticism of the Mavs is just like they got worse as the conference got better. Yeah. And Utah's going to drop out. But, like, you know, it'd be really interesting if the Jazz just held on to Donovan because they didn't like the offers. It's like, I don't th- that seems like, there's I don't no think it's going to happen. That. Danny would never do that. No, I think that Danny is going to. There's really no motivation for him to. There like, is because they they want to tank. That is true, but okay, that's a good point, and I'm gonna refrain from <laughs> going further here. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We have two more emails that I think are spectacular that I want to hit right now on this super long bonus last special episode. <laughs> it comes in from John. The bachelor party episode. <laughs> email from John. And this is an email that, honestly, Rohan, you can just like keep rolling over in the future. <laughs> it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, John writes, as a way to get away from Summer League to the preseason, I would love to hear spirited conversations about each franchise's greatest roster in their history. I'm a huge fan of the show and especially enjoy when y'all have debates on big topics like this. Seems like a few (laughs) franchises have a number of good options. As an example, I am a Blazers fan. 
So the obvious choice was the 77 championship team. But I think the 92 or the 2000 teams were actually better, even though they didn't win at all. Mm. Keep up the awesome work, and thank you for producing such a great show. John from Idaho. Thank you, John. So obviously we could go in a million different directions here. The team that I wanted to talk with you about, Rohan, is the Heat, uh, a team we never talk about on the show. (laughs) Certainly not as much as we talk about the Celtics. And the Celtics, there's just kind of, there's just so many great teams that we would, that's its own episode for the Celtics. But the Heat, I would say um, there could be an obvious answer here, and maybe there is, Mm -hmm. but I I think it's it's fun to to talk this one out because there have been some Heat teams over the years since they've existed, since Pat Riley's got there in particular, that are... I think, you know, worth talking about in a conversation mm-hmm. like this. I don't know if you disagree, but like uh, when I first, you know, you first read this, was there one heat, heat team that you're like, this is the greatest Heat team of all time and this is stupid? Or were you thinking about some other ones that could potentially enter the conversation? I think the obvious ones are 2012 or 2013. And I think the super obvious ones, 2013, I mean, that team had rained. Ray Allen, Shane Battier, LeBron, D. Wade, Bosch, obviously, Birdman. Um, The only reason you'd maybe argue 2012 or 2013 is I think Wade was a 100-game player in 2012 as opposed to 2013 when um, his body really started to break down. Dwayne Wade told me once he thought about retiring after 2013. What? Really? Yeah, yeah. I did. He was like, is that public knowledge? I believe so, but I don't know if I. It was in our exit interview that we did. That was on a, a platform called Sports Illustrated TV that doesn't exist anymore, which we don't <laughs> need to talk about right now. But yeah, he was. He, uh, his knees were really messed up that year. But I, I, I'm with you. Like some of those Alonzo Mourning, Tim Hardaway teams had a lot of talent on them. I just would you really pick them in a series over say the 2013 Heat, which had I think the best version of LeBron James. So yeah, you got LeBron at basically the peak of his powers. Yeah. That team won 66 games. It had um, just like okay, if you're so basketball reference has a stat called relative offensive rating which is just like how good the offensive rating was relative to the league average that Mm -hmm. season this was their best they were 6.4 points per 100 possessions better than league average which is the best the most the highest that any heat team has ever been Mm -hmm. um in franchise history in terms of offensive rating the defensive rating was terrific i uh yeah i think this is like potentially the obvious um answer here Mm -hmm. but i have like a weird soft spot i don't know if i've ever said this to you but like the 2005 heat great are like one of my favorite teams of all time a team that should have won the championship if d-wade didn't get hurt in the conference finals so wait first of all did he get no wasn't he sick or was that actually was sick the next year um okay okay but in 05, he hurt his ribs. And I think he missed game six. Um, 
and they came back to Miami for Game Seven and lost. And Shaq wasn't getting enough touches down the stretch, and he was not happy about it. Shaq should have won MVP this season. I will mm. go to my grave believing that. I'm sorry, Steve Nash. He should have won. Shaq was it. the MVP that year. Absolutely should have won it. Um, that was Wade's second season, but Wade was like 24, 23, yeah. 24, because he played all those years in college. Mm-hmm. Um, he averaged like 27 in the playoffs that season. He was I, amazing. I, the 05 team, this is, I brought this up. I seated this last week when I said, the Heat messed up the first few years of Dwayne Wade's career. But they that there's a case to be made that they should have continued riding out what they had with the 05 team, even though they end up winning the title next year. They basically gave themselves a one-year title window as opposed to maybe a four- or five-year one because of the trade that they made. I'm looking at the box score now of that game six that Wade did not play in. Do you know how many points the Heat scored in that game? Oh, it was against the Pistons. It was probably like 71. 66. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> My yeah. goodness. I mean, um, they, were play- they were playing games that were like 84 to 80. It was a- yeah, there's, disgusting. Uh, just look at these box scores. It's yeah. just like comical to yeah. me what it, the NBA was like. Um, yeah. Hilarious stuff. Um no, I mean, that Pistons team was obviously very good, and then they yeah. beat them the next year in the conference yeah. finals and win it all. But, like, this was Stan Van Gundy, mm-hmm. um, and then the next year Pat Riley took over. Um, no, the 05 team was was really, really good. Um, now, you look at the roster and you're like, I don't know, it's like a question of, I, look, I think the answer here is tw- the 2013 Heat is mm-hmm. what I would say yes. when they were defending their title. But it's also kind of like, what if that team didn't win the title, the 2013? What if Ray Allen's shot didn't go in? Are we just like, since they won 66 games, since they had LeBron but that would, in his that would be That would be saying, like, are the 2016 Warriors, they're better than the 2015 Warriors, are they not? Yes, they are. They were. And, and that's the yeah. same thing with the Heat team. Yeah, these conversations are so silly because we could be like, well, the 2015 Warriors only won because Kyrie and Kevin. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So, yeah, we don't need to. It, it, but and the 2016 Cavs only won because Draymond Green got so smart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and then the, the 2022 Warriors only won because Joe Lake was a cheater. But so. <laughs> We, Can we talk about that storyline <laughs> no, for a quick second? For a quick to. second. It's terrible. I don't want to. Why are people upset about it? You know I what know. is actually stupid, by the way, is the luxury tax. I hate um, the luxury tax. Get rid of the luxury tax. Well, we can't. We can't go into this right now. I, we've, we've had a luxury tax conversation, I feel like, before on the show. Possibly. It was, yeah. All I have to say uh, is... Owners should not be discouraged from spending money to keep together good teams. And anybody who complains that the Warriors have, like, paid to keep their team together is, like, nothing I would want less than for Steph, Clay, and Dre to not be playing together. And that's what the luxury tax is designed to do. It's designed to break groups like that up. Yeah, I think that there's, you know, there's small market teams that are – Nickel and diming. I mean, just look, look, this is, we don't need to get into it, but like, 
what happened with the Hornets and that head coach situation and bringing Steve Clifford back and uh, you know it's just it's just being cheap like they're a super cheap organization and I, I, how can you win if you're that cheap so yeah. whatever it's okay um so we think that it's the 2013 heat are the best team ever is that what yes. we're, we're settling on for yes for that franchise i know you have a celtics one so just say it what what do you mean best celtics team ever yeah, is it 86, no question, or is there any other teams you want to put in the conversation? I think that 86 is the front runner. I have not thought too deeply about this, to be 100% honest mm-hmm. with you. I would throw 08 in the conversation for sure, and 09 could have been the best team if KG didn't get hurt. KG getting hurt was a massive bummer because it kind of felt like the whole year it was like, okay, he's going to be fine for the playoffs because they announced it right before the first round that he was going to be out, right? Well, he hurt his knee in against the Utah Jazz right before the All-Star break, and then it was just like, okay. Yeah, they were they like slow playing these updates. it. Yeah, yeah. It's truly a tra- one of the most traumatizing things I've ever gone through as a person. Dude, that was but... that was a bummer. That was, I something I genuinely like. I hate when title teams don't get to defend their title. Like, uh, and that it was tough. It was, it was tough. tough. It did lead so to that one team would have been fun. The most insane first round playoff series ever, though. It was a great series, KG with the. Uh, the, it wasn't a cardigan. It was like a crew neck. Just a, a perfect. I'll never forget him in that. The but he had the the tie underneath the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. crew neck sweater, and he's yeah, just yeah. like literally snarling and barking at Ben Gordon. And it, Bro, it was just shout like, out to the baby bulls, man. I thought Ben Gordon was like, I was like, no one can stop this guy. It's like KG. <laughs> we need to now put you into the locker room during yeah. games because it's getting uncomfortable for everyone. So that, that was, 09 scene uh, could have been special. That 09 scene could have been special. It, it could have. So I think 86 is the answer there, but we're going 2013 heat for the answer here for the, for the, the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe we'll but try to sprinkle on. in some more teams over the summer. You should. Uh, you should. Because yeah. it's a super fun question. A lot of teams yeah. to, to discuss and deserve their own conversations. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Let's close here with an email from Ezra. And we're just bringing it full circle. We're just getting the whole gang together for this one. Um, Ezra writes, what's up, Open Floor family? I first want to give props to the pod for his piece on KD to the Blazers. KD and Dame would be insanely fun to watch and immediately rehabilitate KD's villain image by putting him with one of the most likable stars in the league. You're giving in Mike a city props for saying KD should play with Dame? Okay. In a city that deserves high-level basketball. However, we were missing one key stakeholder's input. Please get an edition of the Rip City Royston Report on the pod ASAP because the listeners need to hear some Shelby trade ideas to get this deal I, done. Is Shelby in protest? Is That's my understanding after you. I, I, no, I was rumors. in. No, th- this is what happened. Yeah. And maybe Shelby can. Shelby, we now want to invite you on to the program as we close things out here. But. I just want to say that Shelby was asked, I believe, a question. I don't even know all the details. I was so hurt by it. But Shelby was asked a question about to, to rank the podcasters that he produces, and I was in last place. And it's still, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm shocked and appalled. Um, I'm gutted. Yes, yeah. shocked and appalled, gutted, uh, disappointed, frankly, also in Shelby. So, Shelby, uh, first of all, can you just address what went into um, that just ranking? To, just just and- to give viewers some more context, viewers, listeners, some more context. Uh, I asked Shelby anonymously on the internet, except I said, this is Rohan, I don't want to be anonymous, <laughs> to rank to rank the podcast host that he works with. And he put Chris Herring, number one, Mannix and Beck, number two, myself, third, and Mike, and Mike, fourth. Shelby, please explain yourself. Well, uh... If those, if Michael was higher than that, he certainly wouldn't be after this episode's performance. <laughs> I wasn't consulted on the KD to Portland. The, the, I had heard rumors that you were not consulted on the KD. Mike, Shelly, do you have an answer the, for that? What? What is the problem? I was like, I, this is a surprise for Shelby. It was all I was thinking about. I was, I was tap, tap, tapping not away even, on my keyboard. Hey, not even, hey, I finished this, but can you proofread it? Not even. <laughs> and after, like, this episode, which I consider a low moment, the lowest moment for the pod. <laughs> Dan- can you uh, elaborate, to, please? To, to say, to say... Dame would be the worst player. Oh, jeez. Here we go. On, guess what today is? 
it's his, his birthday. birthday. I know. It's his birthday. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't know that. And then five seconds later, so-and-so writes in uh, about the Mavs, and you go, oh, the Blazers. Actually, I like them this year. They have a lot of good players, which uh, ten, like uh, just a minute earlier, oh, I don't know. Yeah, like they're, they're, they're going to compete. Like they're going to make up your mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, that, oh, yeah. Why don't we make this a permanent maternity? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck starting that Substack. He <laughs> <laughs> put you on, on permanent uh, maternity. I just leave. got roasted. Oh, yeah, that was incredible! Tough. Incredible. Wasn't tough there? A que- there was a question in there though, specifically for Shelby, right before we. Well, Shel- the question is, they want to hear Shelby's trade ideas to get oh. KD to... But it sounds like um, Shelby, Dame is enough. You don't need KD. You don't want KD. You really love Josh Hart. You love <laughs> the nucleus, the young core. Am Jeremy I getting Grant. that wrong? Exactly. I'm Anthony Simon's biggest fan. He led the I league love in threes in 2022 if he hadn't uh, gotten mysteriously hurt for the rest <laughs> of the year. Wink, wink. <laughs> Uh, I love the Jeremy Grant signing, and I love the GP2 signing even more. Mm-hmm. I love watching defensive compilations on YouTube of him <laughs> from last year. It's thrilling. But if he did, if they did put together a trade package, I would need to talk to Durant first. <laughs> you would need to speak to Katie about what specifically. I would say, look. You know, we you've had your issues in the past. I'm a big fan, but if you're gonna take her out, the Blazers, you know, you need to respect her, and you need to have her home by ten. I can't have you <laughs> BSing around suddenly in the middle of the season. Oh, I'm not happy. I don't like. That's not how we do it here. I'm trusting you. I'm putting my trust in you. I raised this team, and now I'm handing it off to you. Oh, so we man. need to have that conversation. We live in the same city. I could, I could take a lift to Uber or to Brooklyn, and uh, we can hash this out. Wow! All right. Whew. Okay, so I guess that that quashes the. I think. It sounds like you're not that interested, honestly, in in KD in Portland, and you would rather build around Simons, which I, I totally understand. Um, I also just want to say, to get in your good graces, um, I'm Googling right now, and I'm trying to find the right uh, Portland Trailblazers pullover, the one that you want. I'm trying to find it for you, Shelby. Um, you know what you could do for me? Put a little birdie in their ear, if that's the phrase, and get them to maybe re-sign Ben McLemore. <laughs> Do that for me. Okay. We need to get... Did Shelby ever get his quarter zip? I'm over those now. <laughs> okay, okay on, well then never mind. There's, there's I'm on, no more. I'm on, a, I'm on Adidas track jackets now, baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Um... Okay, well, this was just a wonderful, maybe the the best uh, Rip City Royston report of all time. 
I don't know how this will ever be topped. Uh, Shelby, thank you so much for hopping on here with us. Do you have any final <laughs> words, anything you want to say, a send-off to uh, our, our listeners at the Open Floor Globe? I wish you, your wife, and Trendon Watford Jr. a very happy and healthy maternity leave. <laughs> Appreciate you, Shelby. You're the best. Um, Rohan, that's pretty much everything. Those are all the emails, I believe, wow. that I have here on the outline for you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss seeing you talking to you once at least once a week. Yeah, are you uh, are you still gonna be in the group chat at least? Like, what's this? I know you apparently you're gonna be reading all the time because you plan on having. I got a lot, a lot of, of free books time, to read. A lot of free time yeah. with this newborn baby in the house. Apparently, exactly. So <laughs> a lot of books to read. I don't know if I'll have time for for cell phone shenanigans. We I will see. see. Um. But I'm gonna have to start watching Married at First Sight just to get you to respond to my text. Two, we're two episodes into the San Diego season. It's going great. Um, <laughs> it's truly the bat. It's just so good. I, I love that show with a passion. Can't wait to watch it tonight. Um, Rowan, is that show? This is the longest episode we've ever done. I should say also, like easily. So. Is it? I mean, this I is so. it. This is it. I mean, it's going to be a well, whole for new a couple re- months. It's going to be a whole new regime change, a whole new style. We're going to get new graphics, new music, <laughs> new hosts. Um, yeah, it's going to be. A, it's like it's like when Stephen A. took over first take. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I'm, I do know what you mean. Yeah, I can totally see that happening. Um, just the quality is just going to skyrocket. Uh, absolutely. Um, in all seriousness, uh, Rowan, I know the show's in, in terrific hands um, with you. I can't wait to see how you navigate the open floor globe, the emails. <laughs> um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, so thank you so much once again to you, Rohan, for your insight and your expertise. Thank you so much to our listeners. Um the Open Floor Globe. I'm going to miss you guys, but keep, please keep the emails coming. OpenFloorMail.com. I need the emails. Please keep the emails coming. Rohan needs the emails. OpenFloorMail at gmail.com. Uh, everybody stay safe. Everybody, please continue to enjoy the NBA offseason. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.